So is Aaron Donald actually going to retire or what's the deal with that? We got to talk about that. We got to talk about <laughs> some end of season award stuff and we're going to hop into the time machine a little bit later. So stick with us here on the Locked On NFL podcast. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the uh, live and obviously unpolished version of the <laughs> podcast as graphics are going up and down. What's up? I am your host, Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL here with my, my good old co-host, my pal, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson NOLA. Thank you so much for making Lockdown NFL your first listen of the day. Today, we are going to mostly talk about Aaron Donald and his situation with the Rams and how that is developing. We'll talk a little bit about some end of season award odds, MVP comeback player of the year, that kind of thing. And then uh, we're going to do some NFLs. We'll talk about going back in time and seeing what we would change. Uh, but before we get into all that, something a little more serious, I just want to shout out um, early Monday morning, uh, Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney passed away in a car accident. Um, obviously, closer to me too, because he was a Viking first round pick and everything. Um, so we kind of got to know him a little bit. And that um, really sucks. That's the the worst. He had a one-year-old kid. He was 25 years old. Um, yeah, so... R.I.P. Jeff Gladney. Uh, but I don't want to dwell on that. So let's just power through and talk about this Aaron Donald situation. So, Ross, tell me what's up with that. Yeah, so Aaron Donald visits the I Am Athlete podcast where players are either making news or getting in trouble, one of the two, uh, at, at all times. No, it's a great podcast. It's super fun, and they do a lot of great stuff over there. But one of the big things that uh, came from all of it was Aaron Donald sort of talking a little bit about how he had actually come into the NFL only planning to play eight seasons. So yeah. started to kind of – Yeah, right, right? He's like, I'm going to do eight years, and then I'm – out right six yeah. seasons like a, a good movie. tv show yeah. yes exactly exactly right like five and, seasons and we're done and you can't make us do right the abed special of six six seasons <laughs> in a movie you know and so he wanted you know eight years in a ring and that's what he got he got eight years but the thing is that he got the ring in the eighth year so there was a lot of this conversation early on this offseason remember about is he going to be back is he not going to mm -hmm. be back then the whole run it back run it back situation takes place at the parade everybody's drunk they're sloshed they're having fun but through all of that, it seemed like it was uh, more of a thing that, you know, Aaron Donald was going to be coming back, but that the contract was going to be a deal. So in that I Am Athlete podcast, one of the things that he talked about was uh, that he, the eight years happened, he got the Super Bowl, but then the Super Bowl kind of made him want to run it back a little bit. But he wants to get the contract redone that he's up for in 2022. And if he doesn't, that he would be, quote, at peace with moving on. So just to really quickly talk about the contract, $14.25 million for the 2022 NFL season, which is wildly underpaid for one mm -hmm. of the best, not only defenders, but best players in the NFL. So it's like, yeah, market rate for like an okay edge rusher. Right, right, exactly. And so you've got Aaron Donald, who we have watched, you know, uh, make huge plays in games, turn the tide of games. 
take over playoff games. He helped win a Super Bowl, right? Like he shut down that last Bengals drive mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, which we're going to be talking uh, he about was more Super Bowl on another level in that game too. Ridiculous, I mean, was, yeah. Yeah. So you look at all of that and you think, okay, this guy's set to get paid $14.25 million going into next season. So can the Rams get this done? Now, Luke, you and I have always said, and we've said this consistently, if you have good players, pay them. (laughs) Pay them while you have them. But what happens if they can't, like if they don't get this done and Aaron Donald does say, all right, deuces. I don't know. I kind of want to listen to the interview before I lock this in. Yes. But I'm always skeptical when it comes Mm -hmm. to these kinds of narratives, because it's a negotiating tactic. It's what the players have. And look, the players don't have, players don't have a lot of leverage available to them in negotiating, Mm -hmm. right? They can threaten retirement or holding out or whatever. And that's kind of it. That's kind of the only leverage that they have in these negotiating situations. Mm -hmm. So go for it, Aaron Donald, do your thing. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. I think this does get done. And I think it's just Aaron Donald trying to pump up the price. Yeah, but and I, it's very... I, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Honestly, I can't imagine the Rams yeah. being like, "Nah, we would rather have fifteen million dollars than <laughs> freaking Donald." Right, right. I mean, and you don't really have to get up much further than that, right? Like, get into the twenty million dollar, like over the twenty million dollar mark, and then you're at that place. And you're not talking about signing him to a six year deal or a new five year deal or whatever. You're talking about paying him more for the twenty twenty two season to get him back. So. I think mm-hmm. that this will get done as well. The interview, uh, for, for if you if you haven't heard it, the interview is like super simple. It's basically kind of him like you feel like he's kind of joking around. Like it does feel like it's pushing a you know some of those poker chips to the middle of the table kind of a thing. You know what I mean? It's so it is it it does feel very much like that. But it's an interesting deal because. I don't think that people think of an interior defensive lineman as a guy that can change the tide of games. And that is somebody that can make a franchise go, Oh, we have to pay him to get him back. Otherwise we will lose games because that's the reality without Aaron Donald. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's exactly Aaron Donald. That's (laughs) it. That's it. And you hear, you'll hear stuff like, Oh, well, I don't know about interior defensive. I mean, if you have Aaron Donald, that's different, but if you, and like that is the take now, um, we're going to go super nostalgia later, but I, I, Aaron Donald is a, a modern Allen Page. I mean, that's what Allen yeah. did in the 70s for the Vikings. And Aaron Donald is in that same mold. And that kind of, a, that, that type of defensive tackle, I mean, is a rarity. And when yeah. you have somebody like that. But like, man, it's the Rams. The Rams aren't the kind of team to like let a star player walk to like hoard some resources. Absolutely The not. Rams are the most YOLO team out there. Of course <laughs> they're keeping this guy. I would be stunned. <laughs> Less need, F them picks, F that cash. We got Aaron Donald. We're ready to right. run back. That's what. What are you going to turn that into? That's better than Aaron Donald. Like two guards, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to get Indomitian Sue's like financial uh, advice. <laughs> like that might be the, the big piece, right? You get like his, you get his Patreon for all of his financial advice. No, I, I, I completely agree. I think that this is a great one because you're not going to go forward with like Michael Brockers and you know the the other interior defensive linemen that they have and feel like you're actually going to win anything you need this guy if you're going to win a super bowl so uh but here's the here's the fun part if aaron donald returns you imagine and and we expect that he's going to return but if he does you imagine he's going to be the odds on favorite yet again for defensive player of the year right i certainly Uh, would right 
But it's his until somebody until he retires, yeah, and everybody's gonna, okay with it. <laughs> who's gonna step up and really and, and like and, nobody? And everybody's like, yeah, this is how it goes. Like, that's fine. <laughs> so we know that that's where he'll be. But who are right now the odds-on favorites for MVP, comeback player of the year, and maybe some of the underdogs that you might be interested in throwing a little bit of cash down on? So we're gonna talk about that in just a moment. Break that down and then give you our thoughts on MVP, comeback player of the year. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Rock Auto. You can't take the field if you're the Los Angeles Rams without Aaron Donald. You can't repair your car without Rock Auto, or at least you shouldn't. That's the thing. You can do either of those things. You shouldn't <laughs> do either of them. That's the way that I'll say it. RockAuto.com, whether <laughs> it is that it's really good, right? Whether you are pulling together and, you know, pulling together resources to help rebuild like a classic, or maybe you're just working on maintaining your daily driver, whatever it is that you're looking for, Rock Auto is going to make sure that you have everything so that you're not paying 30 50 sometimes 100% the price over at the brick and mortar sort of chain stores and things like that. Spend 20 minutes asking the person behind the counter if they have the part, and then they go into the back, do Lord knows what they're actually doing back there, right? Just having lunch, and then come back 20 minutes later to tell you that they don't have it and that they'll have to order it for you when you could have just ordered it from the comfort of your own home in your sweatpants. That's the way that I do it. I just head over to rockauto.com, let them know I make, model, year, what it is that I'm looking for, grab the part that I need, shows up at the apartment, bam. All done. So go and check them out, regardless of what it is that you're looking for, regardless of what car you have, anything. They've got you covered over at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Don't forget to let them know, though, that Locked On sent you right in Locked On. And how'd you hear about a section over at rockauto.com. All right, so let's talk about some uh, some end of season award odds. Thank you so much for making Locked On NFL your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Oh yeah, uh, also known as the Lost Podcast. Get it? Because Peter Bukowski hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it that the Packers did this post this past postseason? They get lost. completely lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just ripping. Go check out that. It's like a, a overall sports. What happened today? You know, kind of a, a more general show. So go go check that out for everything, especially playoff stuff. And there's a lot of stuff going on in all the other leagues. But let's talk about our league, the NFL. And specifically, that every year, at the end of it, they're like, you were the most valuable one, and we can bet on who that's going to be. So uh, let me just go through some odds for that. Uh, These are all the, courtesy, of course, reference to Bet Online. Yes, BetOnline. courtesy yes. of Bet Online. The odds-on favorite, um, Do you did, you looked it up, but do you have a guess, or did you not look it up? No, I, I haven't checked. I saw it about two weeks ago. So my okay. guess is that it maintained that it's still Justin Herbert. It's Justin Herbert at plus 550, which is yeah. pretty good odds for the most for like the favorite, but that that is kind of that that's kind of predicting like a big breakout for him. I mean, he right. already broke out as a superstar quarterback and I think everybody knows he's good. Right. But Chargers haven't made the playoffs under him yet. So like this would if he's the league MVP, you got to think the Chargers are probably winning that division, which is a pretty hot take. I don't know if I love the odds here, but it is plus 550, like that's quite a bit. Yeah. Um Next, you got Josh Allen at plus 600, Patrick Mahomes plus 900. So, yeah, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen are like the two front runners. And then Patrick Mahomes plus 900, nine to one odds. Uh, Joe Burrow plus 1100, Aaron Rodgers plus 1400. Um, there's your top five, and mm-hmm. everybody else gets a little bit more distant from there. So, uh, of those top five names, are there any that scream out to you as like 
good bets. Oh, I love Patrick Mahomes nine to one. That, that seems insane I, to me. I love Patrick Mahomes nine to one. Like, imagine talking about that a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, like, that's that to me is like I would take that. I might take that right now. Actually, yeah, while we're while we're talking, it's, it's like they lost to the Bengals and everybody forgot they're the freaking Chiefs, right? And <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that like some part of that is him losing Tyreek Hill, but like it's still the Chiefs. It's still Andy Reid. It's still Eric Bieniemy. It's still Patrick Mahomes. Like. It, this is still absolutely like the guy that I think should probably be the favorite at MVP preseason for maybe two more years, two, three more years at this point until he proves us wrong. Can I give you a sleeper that's kind of jumping oh, out to me? This was sleeper. insane. I'll give, you, I'll give you one too. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you go first. Okay. I'm going to stick with quarterback because I believe that uh, most valuable players yeah. quarterback award, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson at, 2,500. Now, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson some more, but mm-hmm. I love these odds for Lamar Jackson, him coming back and having, you know, another big-time standout year and everything. And, you know, when you have these guys that have won MVP before, they kind of sit a little bit more relevant in the voters' heads. True. And so the fact that he's won before makes me feel like, oh, well, maybe he could squeeze this out again, especially if he has another big season. So unless they want yeah. to maximize how many quarterbacks get their name called during the ESPYs or whatever, uh, then, <laughs> then in that case, I would still – I would go – I love Lamar Jackson at 2,500. So I am going also plus 2,500. I like Dak. I don't know. I'm never going to quit him. I'm never going to quit Dak Prescott. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's he's just always very dope. And there's always been something else going on with the Dallas Cowboys that sort of sink them under the fire. And the rest of that division is a total catastrophe. He's going to be going up against softball teams. I I don't know. The Eagles might be putting something together, but like then you've got like the commanders and giants who are like barely organizations at this point. Um, but let's go to what you were just hitting to. Uh, comeback player of the year. The favorite yes. for that is your guy, yes. Flamus. Yes, Flamus Flame Winston. Flamin' <laughs> It would have to be Flamus Winston in order for him to win it out. But, hey, plus 550. So the mm-hmm. same sort of like, you know, I don't want to say respect, I guess, but like the same sort of same level odds, of yeah. confidence, right, as Justin Herbert for MVP. So that's pretty big. Right behind him is Derrick Henry at plus 600. Hard to, I mean, at 6-1 to one odds on Derrick Henry, uh, hard to argue with that in terms of him being mm-hmm. one of those guys. Uh, third is Michael Thomas, wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints are there with two uh, in the top three. Bounce back Saints here. Get back right? into the get back into the dance. <laughs> Please. Uh, Fifth number seed f- Saints. Let's go. <laughs> right. Uh, number <laughs> four is uh, Christian McCaffrey, also at plus 900. Sure. So here, Michael Thomas I could always tied. see that, but he has to stay healthy once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a big thing. And then similarly, uh, Deshaun Watson at plus 1200, who uh, might not even see the field. We don't know. But interestingly enough, tied tied with him in terms of those odds at 12 to one is Daniel Jones, the uh, quarterback of a, uh, (laughs) you know, maybe a franchise. We'll see. I I won't be placing money on Daniel Jones to win (laughs) player of the year. You all do whatever you want with your hard earned dollars. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't know that New York Giants fans would do that. (laughs) <laughs> no like 12 I, Desha- to 1 is not enough <laughs> yeah D- Deshaun Watson's so interesting to me because like if he like comeback player of the year it, it implies this like overcoming an injury or you've overcome some some circumstance and Deshaun Watson's vibe right. it would be a way different vibe and yeah, I don't know if true. like the voters like 
do they have that in them? <laughs> yeah, like, would they even vote for him? Like, even if he had a really, really good season or whatever, like, is is, is you really want to, is that the guy you want to, like, bolster up as one of the uh, few people you're celebrating at the end of the NFL season? I don't know. Um, Can I be a homer? Oh, of course. Daniel Hunter plus 3,300. <laughs> 33 to one odds, Daniel Hunter. Hey, look, as a uh, former LSU Tiger, I would have absolutely no problem with that. One of the many purple and gold to stay in purple and gold in the NFL. Absolutely. Um, it's a absolutely. Love that. Look, he so he missed the last two years, and that's why probably his odds are really low. But mm-hmm. those two injuries were unrelated. And so you usually you'll see somebody miss two years, and you're going, oh, no, it's a J.J. Watt. Is he ever going to be healthy again? And... So with with Hunter, I do think he can come back. I think there's a better odds than you think of him staying healthy. It's not a, perfect, but there's better odds than you think. Yeah. And if he does come back, and I mean he's still Daniel Hunter, there's no regression there, and he's like 27 years old. Like it's not like he's getting older or anything. Yeah, he's not like an old. Like he hasn't even crossed that dreaded 30 year old threshold. He came I in say at like 20. My heart breaks. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> but let's not he talk would, about that. He, he would be the first defensive player to win comeback player of the year since Eric Berry did it in 2015. Remember that incredible story? Um, and then Greg Ellis was the last defensive lineman to win comeback player of the year, 2007 Dallas Cowboys. Wow. So it's been a little minute. Been a little I, minute that, I have that. not thought of that name in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, my sleeper, I'll go back to him again. I just want to mention it. I mentioned him as my uh, my sleeper or my underdog, my favorite underdog for MVP. He's also here as an underdog for comeback player of the year. 12 to 1 odds plus 1,200 Lamar Jackson. Love um, it. For the record, Mitch Trubisky's plus fourteen hundred. The reason why I bring that coming up is back because from what, Mitch? Coming, yeah, like what are you coming back from? Where are <laughs> you like... starting? Because I, I, I don't know. I yeah, guess coming the back him to and what? Pickett, but like, what are you coming back to? What are you coming back from? And he's got better odds than Chase Dan. Oh, excuse me, Chase Young, who's twenty to oh, one. Yeah. Odds. So it's, just, I mean, I guess the quarterback position, right? It, it like bolsters it up. But let's just say that, like, let's say. Patrick Mahomes has a great season, and then also Lamar Jackson has a great season, then maybe you maximize the number of quarterbacks who get their name called at the end of the year during the ESPYs by giving one MVP and one, you know, uh, comeback yeah. player of the year. Total flyer you could, you drop five bucks on and forget about. Saquon five bucks and you forget? Oh, that's a great one. Plus 4,000. Oh, yeah. 40 to 1 odds on Saquon. If he can stay healthy, and it's similar to Christian McCaffrey, but, like, can he stay healthy is the question. But if he can, he's still good at the sport, man. Like, that could totally... And and he'll be on everyone's fantasy teams, you know? So that gets you put kind of to the forefront of people's minds. Yeah, and if he's healthy, right? Like, with Daniel Jones under center, if he's healthy, he touches the ball almost every down. Right, because Daniel Jones can't do anything else. So (laughs) Um, He would be the first (laughs) running back... Is Daniel Jones a lion all of a sudden? I haven't seen you be mean about anybody Not yet. like this. Not yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley would be the first running back to win since... Ooh, this is a great name. Garrison Hurst. 2001. Wow. 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 I thought we would see more, um, more uh, running backs there more recently. But hey, maybe Derrick Henry's that guy. Plus 600. Hey, why not? Well, um, I say we continue this trip down memory lane ooh, and I start do. talking about if we could change history a little bit. I would absolutely love that. One thing that I want to point out as a part of just chaos, because you and I enjoy chaos. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick is plus 5,000. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Ryan Fitzpatrick's 50 to 1. That's it. I just wanted to say that. All right. Coming up next. Don't do that, kids. (laughs) This is not gambling advice. Drop drop $3. $3 and move on with your life. Never worry. This is not gambling advice. Give up up a cup of coffee on Tuesday morning. Head over to Bet Online. Drop three bucks on. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 50 to 1 for a comeback player of the year. And thanks watch again. His chaos reigns. That's thanks all. again to Bet Online, by the way, for all these Yes, odds. absolutely. Absolutely. You can check out the rest there. They've also got Coach of the Year. They've got some uh, rookie over unders and things like that as well. You can also go and check out for all of your favorite teams. Uh, coming up next, we're going to continue our trip down memory lane. Which Super Bowl result would you change? Luke and I are going to tell you ours here in just a moment as we continue on and wrap up today's episode of Locked On NFL. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about some old stuff. So, you know, old people in the audience, listen up. This is going to be a nostalgia bomb for you. Um, <laughs> all so, three of you. <laughs> all three. Uh, no, there's a, there's a lot of people no, that remember the good old days. That's true. That's true. Uh, Here we were talking about Garrison Hurst a moment ago. Uh-huh, and a lot of people's <laughs> eyes lit up. I know it. <laughs> so somebody in my market, um, a show called Purple Insider, posted a little thing about the Vikings. Like what moment in Vikings history would you overturn? We thought it'd be kind of fun to do the same thing, but as national fans. So I promise you, I won't be a homer. I won't say what if Jackie Wallace actually stripped Larry Brown in Super Bowl nine. <laughs> I won't say it. All right. But let's take a Super Bowl and just as as neutral fans, how what how can we improve the universe by overturning a Super Bowl result? It's a really good question, and I'll start us off here because mine might be a little bit unpopular, I'm realizing, because I'm going against one of the greatest offenses to ever grace an NFL field, and so I want to acknowledge that, right? So this is Super Bowl 34. The Tennessee Titans lose to oh, the greatest show Jeff on Fisher turf. A ring. I'm going to give Jeff Fisher a ring against the Rams. Against the Rams. <laughs> to make it really interesting, all those seven and nine seasons he would go on to have after that. He's a saboteur. 23-16 <laughs> to was the final result. Everyone will remember this by the tackle or one mm, yard one short. Yard Kevin short. Dyson coming up one yard short on a tackle by a linebacker. Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones. I'll always remember that. Uh, and I'll never forget that because of Mike Jones. Um, but I would overturn this. You know why? The real reason why is because Kevin Dyson, Isaac Bird, Eddie George, Steve McNair, one of my favorite collection of skill position players. Oh, and Frank Wycheck, by the way. One of my favorite collection of skill position players on an offense. And then I still believe Javon Curse is one of the greatest players, one of the greatest defensive players to ever play without a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that, on Javon Curse. The freak. Yeah. Never got a ring, and I'm really sad about it. Now, we should acknowledge, right, those St. Louis Rams, Orlando Pace, Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, all went on to be Hall of Famers. How incredible is that, to have four Hall of Famers on your offense that year? Yes. However, I would say, if none of them won a ring, would the Titans would be the Hall of Famers be? instead? Ooh. What we'd be talking about, Steve McNair, Eddie George. And we'd be going, oh, man, Matthews if only Tory Holt got a... That one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. That's, See, this could have changed history entirely. Kevin Dyson was one of the few non-Saints jerseys I owned as a kid. That is dope. Yes. That's what that the, the NFL thing, you, the butterfly effect, you change history. That's right. Um, I'm going to go further back. 
I got to throw a bone to my my brothers in 0-4 in Super Bowls, and I'm making Scott Norwood's kick go in. <laughs> Hand an really L to good. Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl in the 80s <laughs> and get that monkey off their back. Yeah. Look, it's... The way that that all transpired and especially like the way that they're remembered and the way that they're all loved in Buffalo, like Buffalo fans deserve that. Yeah. Especially because if you ever watch like the Four Falls of Buffalo, the 30 for 30 on this, the way they accepted Scott Norwood when he came back, like, look, Blair Walsh missed one in a wild card game and he got so much hate that sixth graders had to write him letters telling him he's going to be okay. (laughs) Or uh, six year olds. I'm sorry. First graders. Right. Right. Uh, when Scott Norwood came back to Buffalo after missing that kick in a Super Bowl, he got an ovation that made him tear up. That and yeah. like and that he still tears up thinking about today. Like Buffalo fans deserve that. The kick should go in. If I were going back in time, I, I would do that. That's really good. That's right. They are zero and four in Super. Two Bowls. only two teams are zero and four. My greatest nightmare is that the, the Vikings and Bills meet in the Super Bowl and somebody has to be zero and five. Oh, no. I mean, oh, yes, actually. I think that's a fantastic storyline. Because no matter yeah, what, Yeah, but it right, scares like, me deeply. It scares you deeply. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But for, like, neutral fans that are just, like, watching a Super Bowl, right? Which, by the way, that 1999 Super Bowl that I talked about, or the, it was in 2000, but the 1999 year for Super Bowl mm-hmm. 34, the Rams and, and, and Titans, that was, like, the first Super Bowl that I was really invested in, despite mm. the fact that, like, my favorite team growing up wasn't there. And I feel like if the Vikings and Bills met in the Super Bowl, that would be one I'd be really invested in again, even though, like, neither of the teams are the teams that I cover. I, I don't know what my soul would do if that happened. I would probably have to, like, retreat from society and, like, hook up a generator in the woods and watch it there. <laughs> I love I love that your go-to is always to escape to the woods. I, it's all I want. Just return to basics. Absolutely love it. So let us know. Let us know. You can you can uh, let us know on Twitter at Ross Jackson, Nola at Luke Braun NFL. You can let us know in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube as well. Which Super Bowl uh, result would you change? And unlike us, you can go Homer. You can talk about your favorite yeah. team that should have you know that should have won a Super Bowl. You interestingly enough. Before we close out, when you responded to that Vikings, uh, that Vikings uh, 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 media thing about mm-hmm. like which one would you overturn, you did not pick the 09 uh, NFC Championship. I, I picked 1975, and if you oh, are familiar the, with the yeah. yeah, because the 1975 team was probably better than any of those 70s teams that actually went to the Super Bowl, but Drew mm-hmm. Pearson pushed off. And don't I don't want to hear it from you, Cowboys fans. Drew Pearson pushed off. Go watch the tape. Well, you know, just a couple of guys here that have been victim to push-offs. Who would have? Who oh yeah, uh, Unf- no. <laughs> PI disasters in the Superdome must really suck to fall victim to a to a bad PI call in the Superdome. That must be just absolutely awful. Yeah, it's well, absolutely really, horrific. I can't imagine what that would be like. Funny enough, though, like as like looking at it from the Saints' perspective, that is not what I would change. That is not what I would change. I would change the results of the 2011 NFC Championship game, that absolutely heartbreaking yeah. uh, loss to the San Francisco 49ers. Because the Packers went down, and you could have made, you could have gone all the way for. That sure. was one of the greatest 7,474 total yards NFL record that season in total mm-hmm. offense. Incredible, one of the greatest teams that that franchise will ever ever assemble that walked away ringless. And yeah. they 100% could have won that Super Bowl. Like, that would not yeah. have been a situation to where, like, they would have been favored going into that Super Bowl. Can I do one more real quick? Of course. Uh, can I do the last one? 
can I have Joe Burrow make a oh. comeback against the Rams? How dope would that be? Would Rams have that. a ring. Bengals fans, I mean, it'll be the most improbable run. They would go down as a as a team like um like, you know, the the 2000 Ravens. I guess they had like this crazy defense and stuff that they were coming off. Mm-hmm. But something like those those Eli Manning Giants teams where you where nobody saw it coming. Right. You just um, got it out. Or like even the the 2008 Cardinals I think would be a good one where if they won that game, they would be like heroes of heroes and Davids versus Goliaths and stuff. Mm. And those Bengals were such an endearing team because they were so out of nowhere that, oh, if Joe Burrow makes that comeback at the very end. But instead, we got to watch Aaron Donald greatness, which I guess you can't complain too much about. Yeah, I mean, it gave us a first segment for this show. So thank you, Joe Burrow, for today's show. (laughs) And whatever guard that Aaron Donald eviscerated. Cincinnati Bengals offensive line for your help with programming today's show. We appreciate your checks in the mail. Uh, It will arrive in uh, a series of 17 game checks. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All right. We're this losing is completely it. off the rails. <laughs> We're losing it. We will be back. The Locked on NFL podcast will be back with you, of course, tomorrow. Tony and James get you all caught up with everything going on around the NFL. And, of course, for your second listen, go and check out your favorite local team's podcast because we have you covered. MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL, and dozens of college teams Whatever your favorite team is, just type in Locked On and then that team name, and very likely something will pop up. <laughs> we mm-hmm. probably have you covered. Certainly do across the big five or the big four. So make sure you go mm-hmm. and check out your favorite local podcast for Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL. I'm Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. We appreciate you very much for being here, making us your first listen of the day. We will see you tomorrow. It's here with the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.